Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes! Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Woohoo! I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland oh, in, in middle school studios. Yes, and we have some great advice that comes from some great teachers in, in history. Yes, I'm sure everyone, once, once, we, once they hear their uh, number one slogan or quote, they actually come from a magic kingdom. Yes, they come from a magic kingdom. It's yeah. a group. They're a group. It's a group of. Yeah, it's like uh, kind of a monastery with like a, a, the, a female who was the, the matriarch of the place. Yes. The yeah. mother superior. The mother superior. Thank you. Yeah, and they yeah, were. It was a very forward thinking. Yes, they had beards. They had little knit hats like the hipsters of today have. Yeah, they, yeah. Oh my God, they were way ahead of their time, and they had some great advice for everyone. And the best advice ever is what they expounded to Daryl and Ed. Is that the right word? Sounds good to me. Is <laughs> it? Many, many years ago, and it is whistle while you work. That's right. Today's show is called Whistle While You Work with Jane Leonard. When we put a good deal of thought into the happiness that we are able to give. We enjoy all the fun without the struggle. On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind listeners that the game changes when we change our mind. So have faith that the divinity within you is blessing others, and you will be thrilled with better than expected outcomes. And during the second segment, Wrangler Jane Leonard ropes us all in with today's daily word, which is faith. Now, oh you discovered something. Yeah. You came shouting into the studio with. Yes. Like a, about, I came marching in like a dwarf. About the, uh, about the word victim. That's right. Because we all sometimes find ourselves feeling victimized. And I, so I decided, one of the things about the show that I love is that we look up these words. I go, huh, what does that even mean? Right? Victim. You know, we have a sense of it. But I, so I looked it up and the origin of it meant and a, a sacrificial animal, an animal that's like sacrificed at a religious ceremony or right. So when we when I feel victimized, I feel like I have I'm being sacrificed. I feel like I'm being sacrificed at the hands of somebody else. But here's the trick is that 
the origin of my victimhood started when I started sacrificing myself. Yes. Saying, oh, I'm not important enough to stand up for. I'm not important enough to just relax right now. I better do this. Otherwise, I'm going to get in trouble. You know, it's almost like the vengeful God or this vengeful person. I'm putting them on the throne of God in my life and saying, I better sacrifice what I know to be true and who I am in order to appease something outside of myself, which always leads to resentment. Yeah, because it's it's I have because when I'm putting myself in the victim role, it means I my my frame of mind went into a, a fearful state of I can't trust the universe, I can't That's trust right. God. I'm on my own here, so I better figure out what this other person wants in order to get the saving or the thing or whatever it is, or to get out of this predicament. Yes. And you know what? But but it never works because during that process, I've sacrificed my real self Mm -hmm. and it never leads. I never get the better than expected outcome. That's right. And two things. One, my, uh, uh, the first psychologist I ever saw when I was in college, which was pretty amazing because no one in my family had ever gone to see a psychologist, but I felt like this calling to do that. And I ended up studying psychology and blah, blah, blah. I use it in my daily work. But this man, Paul Pinniger, he told me something. He said, they, there's like a known kind of like a polarity that happens within us, which is called this rescuer victim mentality. Yes. It's funny because we really, th- I really think I'm rescuing someone else from something so hard for that they wouldn't be able to deal with it. So I better just play along or I better not be myself because I better rescue them from the discomfort of having to deal with what, you know, like. It's all nonsense, though. Yes. See, that's why whistling while you work. Oh, and the other thing is, Daryl and I were just talking to actor Stephen Tom Thorpe, and he was talking to us about how when he first got into this stuff, yes, he was looking up to this movie star fellow who was mentoring him, yes. and he walked into the guy's house, and he didn't even realize that's who it was at first. He, he met him, and he went to this house, and on the walls were pictures of him. The pictures of the guy himself of the in his mansion in different poses and and first of all daryl and i were saying do you know how weird that would be if you walked into our house wait i kept going wait a minute wait a minute yeah i go do you know do you know how sick this is what would you think if you walked into anybody's house (laughs) i hope i hope our guest doesn't have maybe she has pictures all over her house of herself but that's not okay no she looks a lot better than us (laughs) way better no but i basically said dude if this wasn't the celebrity but, and you walked into anyone else's house, and you saw nothing but pictures and it's of just, them. Just them, mind you. Yeah, like not, not like with their family. Yeah, them portraits in different stances, making different faces, yeah, yeah. holding a you know a lion over their shoulders. I'm just making that up, but you know, just yeah. imagine. So I was like, come on, you would be like, oh my god, I got to get out yeah, of here. Yeah, right. And so, well, why I brought that up though is because he so he was telling us how he thought. This guy has something that I can gain. This guy is going to bring me the better than expected outcome that I'm looking for. So I, but what he did was he overrode that feeling of this is creepy. That's right. And he admitted that he would pretend to be someone he wasn't. Yes. And what I said is what I realized, because I've been there. Me too. What I realized is for for me, for a large part of my life, I didn't even know what myself was. I thought it was something little something that got in the way of me getting what I wanted, something that wasn't good enough, something that was limited, something that was ugly, something, whatever. So 
of course I sacrifice. Oh, yeah, I'll sacrifice that if it'll get me what I think I need. Because when I don't know who I really am, that's when I start sacrificing for myself yes. for external approval and all this sorts of I stuff. I can't believe you're saying this. Now, this show, these shows, this is the best part about this show. We have, we actually end up doing three shows every week, yeah. folks. The first show is the show we think we're going to do. Yes. The second show is the show we actually end up doing. Yes. And then the third show is the show we think we should have done. And I got, <laughs> I got news, too. This week, there's four shows because there's the one that we did the first part of and didn't press record on. So now <laughs> this week, we're actually doing four. But I, but Ed was just telling that story. I opened this book. This is the A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen, which just seems to be our go-to book these past few podcasts. Yeah, true. But and it's is, also part of our morning routine. If you want to get yes. anything that we read on the show, go to DarylAndEd.com. There's a reading list. You can order it for yourself. We always recommend a morning routine, which is just inspired reading, some meditation, and then some affirmative thinking, some affirmative prayers, or an affirmative to-do list. And after this, I promise we will do our three breaths. But we weren't even going to read from this book, but I brought it into the studio, and I highlighted this line from a few days ago. Ed, this is exactly what you were saying. Ready? Yes. We have accepted an identity unlike what we are. We are divine beings and we think we are limited. That's right. And you know, when you were talking about you didn't even know who you were, when I, before I learned any of this stuff and I felt like I was really on my own yeah, you right. know, and had to fight for everything I wanted in life right. and, and, and thought, you know, that's how you do it. And because, it's scary. Yeah, because I felt separate. I didn't, yes. I didn't believe in a loving higher yes. power yes. or a loving God. I, I couldn't trust the universe because I thought, you know, someone's always out to get you. Yes. So, um, but just like you, if you, I didn't know who I was to the point where I had like, if you came to my house back in like 1984, yeah, you know, I was living by myself, but if you looked in my closet, you would think like five different people lived there. Right. Because there was like the new wave Daryl. Yeah. Then there was like the jeans and flannel yes. New Jersey Daryl. Right. You know, the Bruce Springsteen Daryl. Right. Then there was, you know, like the nightclub Daryl. Then there was the jock Daryl. Yes. And it's like, I was just trying to figure out like which one yes. of these costumes is going to make me feel like me. Matter of fact, at that time, I was drinking white label scotch since I was like 16. Right. That was like my drink. But you know why it was my drink? Why? Well, number one, it, it did the trick quick. Right. But that well, wasn't. I want to hear the good part. The good part is it's because I think I, I'm pretty sure, because uh, this is what's embedded in my brain, that in one of my dad's old Playboys when I was like 15, yeah. there was like an ad for. Uh, White label scotch, okay. and it was Joe Namath. If you don't know, he oh, was the yeah. big Super Bowl. He was like the best, the coolest guy. He was yes. the Super Bowl quarterback for the Jets, and he's there in like that big mink coat right. with a with a, with a, a shot of uh, white label scotch, and he's got like two beautiful girls like yes. on each shoulder. And I'm like, you know what? If I drink white label scotch. People are going to, I'll be, they'll think I am like Joe Namath. Yeah. You know, that's because, because we were always looking for validation from the outside in. Right. And now we're learning life is an inside out. Yes. Life. And the thing is, I was in the, I was in the ocean the other day and I was surfing with this guy. He's like 25 years old and his friends. And this guy was always getting under my skin. I've talked about him before. And finally I was just, I, I, I said, 
anything, anytime surfing is not fun, which goes along with the show, whistle while you work, which really means bring joy to yes. whatever you are doing. That really is the most effective way because when we do that, we are channels for the divine to flow through us. And then we feel confident because that's the only time we are really being ourselves. That's right. So one day I surfed and I overrode the desire to sleep in. I got to keep up and I got to do this. And what if I miss it? And I had like an off session mentally. I was comparing myself to these guys and I started reflecting on it and I was like, man, What's going on here? And then I realized, you know, I'm 46, they're 25. I was never particularly like that anyway, but now I really am not interested in like, oh, did you see how cool that last move was? Oh my God, you know, oh, you know like yeah. all I want to do is enjoy the experience, right? So the next, and then I talked to our buddy Jason, who we had just talked about, and we he even agreed. He's like, yeah. For some reason, hearing him say that, because in my mind, I was even comparing myself to another friend who's around my same age and thinking he would be into turns and doing this. And, and I talked to him that night. He's like, he said, bro, all I like to do is surf, go fast down the line, just turn and just enjoy going down the wave. And I was like, I can't believe you're saying this because that's what I was just realizing yes. today. I realized there's nothing wrong with the young guy, the no. 25. And yeah. But I just not what I'm interested in, and I want to be connected to myself. I want to whistle while I work. I want to bring my joy. And when I wake up, when I want to wake up, and I'm not worried about what anyone else is doing, I the only reason I serve is because I love it. I enjoy the feeling. I feel relaxed. I feel just so at peace. Well, and this goes perfect into the three breaths because when we are really – like that example you That's just right. gave, when we're doing it and we're being true to ourselves and not competing because we think – the, the, this whole yes. illusion that we got to compete to get ahead, mm. it's the biggest bunch of BS. Right. I it mean, actually has victim written into it because it's the idea that we sacrifice something yes. to get something. And it doesn't work. It does not work. But when we do, when we're just true to ourselves, like Shakespeare, to thine own self be true. Right. And we just do the thing that brings us the most joy. Yes. And then, and also don't withhold love from others in yes. whatever situation, then the people that just 15 minutes earlier or yesterday or whatever that I perceived as jerks, they're all of a sudden, now they're they're like, I love you, man. You know, like right. they, they've switched because I switched. Right. I switched. I'm no longer competing with them. Now we're all in this together, yeah, which kind of, goes well. I'll be that. finished my story because it goes really the it tails off of what you said and right into that. Yes. Because the next day, I did not set an alarm. I told myself, I'm just going to sleep in, I'm not going to tell anyone. So I went surfing, and uh, after I had that talk with Jason, I was like, it just reaffirmed I'm talking to you. And I just went out there. I was so happy. I got there, there was no one there. I caught a bunch of fun waves, and the, I could feel my inner light just shining. Yes. Then those guys showed up, and it was awesome because I had had enough time feeling myself. So they came, and I go, and I was already tempted to judge myself, to judge them. Because competition really is, in a weird way, the most insecure thing because it's really, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to get all their approval, and that's going to, you know, like, it doesn't it's work. It's a really twisted thing, right? So, and, it, and even if you do get, it's a fleeting approval. That's too. right. It, it's not. It's, and it, yeah, so what happened was I realized when I was feeling competitive in that moment, it, what would happen was I would feel like my own light dim. It does. And within, and the key part, it was in my own mind, my own light would dim. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to sit here until I remember who I am again. And I did that. And I was tempted to judge this one guy because he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, 
I let it go. I ended up getting these amazing waves. Yeah. And then I saw the guy that I was tempted to judge on the beach. And now because I'm being me and I don't need anything from him and I see he's just this young guy, I told yes. him like, oh, it's so fun today. And then he was telling me, yeah, Ed, hey, it's good to see you. You know, like it turned into a totally different experience. I would, I thought it was a, comp my own mind was telling yes. me it was a competition. If I had believed that, I would have had a terrible experience. I probably would have been very resentful towards him. But instead, we ended up having the most joyful little yes. interaction out in the water. Yes. And it was just, and it was like one of mutual respect and joy. And they were appreciating me and I was appreciating them. And it was amazing. And the beauty of it was, Ready? I wasn't a jerk and they weren't a jerk. And it proves what the seven dwarves yeah. told us. Yes, because we're only, a, we people become jerks when I'm not being, when I'm, when I'm being a sac, when I'm sacrificing myself, yes. but when I instead whistle while I work, which yeah. is express, let that love express, release the fear that I have in competition with anyone. Yes. Then why don't we let them know what happens to everyone? That's right. Because it's a choice. That's one last yes. piece I wanted to put in there is the, the key that often gets forgotten is that the choices I'm making in yes. how I am choosing to see things and where I am choosing to put my focus, that's where my own liberation yes. lies. That's why no one else is in charge of me or needs. I don't need to be resentful toward them or try to earn anything. Because the moment I tap it into myself, like the like, remember the dwarf who told us that? I think it was yes. Grumpy. He was standing outside the mine smoking a cigarette. Yes. Boys, let me tell you. How what how this really goes? Yeah, this is the three breaths. Daryl, I know you're from New Jersey, Ed. I know you're born in Long Island. You moved your family out here when you were five out to California, but you might appreciate it too. Let's hear it. So let's, let's. Oh, we're just gonna tell me. Okay, you ready? Uh, I just wanted to set it up, but okay. we'll, we'll do it together. So okay. let's take a deep breath to clear our mind. Yes. <sighs> I whistle while I work. It eliminates the jerks. <sighs> I whistle while I work. <laughs> It eliminates the jerks. Ah, all together now. I whistle while I work. It eliminates the jerks. Ah. I got to tell a quick story about choice. That goes, I'll Let, read this. I'll and read the I'll two paragraphs perfect. and then you tell the perfect. story. Perfect. What this is really about is what Emmett Fox calls the pathway, the path of love. Yes, you must choose this. That's the choice we're talking about here. And this is part of our morning routine uh, around the year with Emmett Fox on December 31st. He's called Your Dedication. I'll just read a couple paragraphs yes. where he says, The way of love upon which you may step at any moment, at this moment, if you like, that's the beauty of it. This moment requires no formal permit, has no entrance fee and no conditions whatsoever. You need no expensive laboratory in which to train because your own daily life and your ordinary daily surroundings are your laboratory. You need no reference library, no professional training, no external acts of any kind. All you need is to begin steadfastly to reject from your mentality everything that is contrary to the law of love. You must build up by faithful daily exercise the true love consciousness. Love will heal you. Love will comfort you. Love will guide you. Love will illumine you. Love will redeem you from sin, sickness, and death and lead you into your promised land. And it's true. Um, just last week, I'm uh, house-sitting my tenant's cat. They're away for a month. 
Yes. And just a few months ago, their cable went out. So I had to get a new cable box, mm. you know, which was fine because I used these, you know, I was using yeah, this. You right, can hear it on right, a past right, episode right. how well it went. Well, I was over there last week with the cat and the cable started showing me an error message on the screen. Right. And at first, you know, I'm in denial. I go, no, this can't be. Reset, 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 you know, because I don't want it to have to. I don't want to have to make any phone calls because the mind yes. is already now starting to go into the victim. I'm going to have to deal with these people at cable. I mean, these thoughts are, they're not even conscious, but I know my mind's going there by the yes. way I'm feeling. Your heart will never lie to you. No. And I could feel myself starting to constrict like, oh, I got to deal with this. I don't want to have to deal with this. And then those thoughts start coming awake in my mind. But that's when I realized now I have the choice. It's either, you know, there's a saying, you know, there are givers and there are takers. And the givers are the ones having all the fun, yes. which is whistle while I work. So I had to switch and I go, no, this doesn't have to be an inconvenience. I'm going to bless the hell out of this, meaning I'm going to bless literally the hell I'm feeling out of this, what I'm anticipating with the cable company. So I call them up and because I blessed it now I'm like, uh, instead of seeing it as inconvenience, now I'm seeing it as an adventure in faith. Yes. Like once the mind you choose, when you make that conscious choice, thoughts of a feather flock together. Yes. And every, that's why you got to get rid of the negative ones right away. Yes. Because the, the thought that comes after the first thought is more powerful, has more vibration mm -hmm. than the preceding thought. Right. So. I made this affirmative choice, and now I'm starting to go, you know what? There's not going to be any inconvenience. It's going to work out. And then it started asking me, you know, say two or say yes. And I'm going, yes. Oh, um, say, my gosh. Say, yes. say uh, please. And repeat all things. Say yes. Yes. So it couldn't understand my New Jersey accent, but I just blessed it. And eventually it said, because <laughs> then it got frustrated with me, and it said, or if you mean yes, press two. So I go, beep. And Within, it felt like seconds. Someone was on the phone. They were pleasant. I remember their name. It was Antoine. I said, hi, Antoine. Now, already, because of the way my thoughts were now going, yes. I already felt like, I love this guy. Like, he's here to help me. So I explained the situation. And he was more than, like, generous with his help. Right. And he's saying, oh, yeah, I know these new boxes he goes, I think we could work this out. And then he's asking me, you know, do you have that other box? I go, yeah. He goes, oh, that's a great box. And then he let the cow out of the bag. Me and my mom still have that box because uh, I could tell he was like much younger than me. Right. And I go, that's amazing. Long story short, he ends up getting all done. And he asks, is there anything else I can do for you? I said, no, that was more than enough. But I felt like I loved, you know, you really feel like you love yes. the person. And at the end, he goes, you know, I hope you and your family have a great holiday. And I said, you too, Antoine, and tell your mom I wish you a good holiday too. I got off that phone call, which it could have been like, can't believe I had to call cable. You know what that's yeah, like. I was right. on hold forever. But this is what we mean by life is lived from within out. Yes. Meaning how I am choosing to view the situation yes. is the vibration that I'm allowing through to, to flow through me. Yes. And rather than casting myself as a victim of the cable company, 
seeing it as an adventure and yes. faith, and just being true to myself because that's the real me. How do I know it's the real me? Because it feels so good to be that person that now this seemingly inconvenience of having to deal with the cable company it was like the most top it was the yes. it was the positive topic of conversation for later that day when i was talking to ed and i was talking to steve i'm like oh my god this guy antoine he helped me out but this is what we're talking about like our whole lives joy is the strength of the lord and the only time i'm not feeling joy or that flame is going out it's like we've been saying this whole first half of the episode. Yes. It's when I'm sacrificing myself out of fear that I may not get something that I want or I might lose something I already have. Yeah. And, and whistling while we work puts us on the frequency of all that we desire, which comes from this divine presence, which is always present. When yes. I, what I've come to see is when I feel disempowered, because as Emmett Fox would say, I'm putting my foot on the hose of my own good, my own creativity, my own yes. joy by doubting myself, by believing that I'm on my own and I better fight for it. And oh. sometimes there's so much momentum that we have to practice some form of like stepping back yes. and meditating and relaxing and letting go of our focus. Because if we don't, we'll keep feeding the same Fire of fear, doubt, and worry. I have a quote right here from Abraham Hicks. Yes. He said, what is has no bearing on what is coming unless you are continually regurgitating the story of what is. By thinking and speaking more of how you really want your life to be, you allow what you are currently living to be the jumping off place for so much more. But if you speak predominantly of what is, and that's really we're talking about what is when it doesn't when it seems like it's not going your way and you keep telling the same victim story. Yeah, repeat offenders is what we call yeah. it. Yeah. But if you speak predominantly of what is, then you still jump off, but you jump off into more of the same. Why don't you read that tiny little uh reading on there that we have? We've Which got one? a great one. Butterworth from, or Well Abraham. the Hicks one goes right to the juggler, and this is from Susan Hodgson sends us sends us these. Let's see. Are you talking about this Butterworth one or no, this the, one down the here? The little one's good. Okay. Esther Hicks says, the universe knows all things and is responding to the vibration that you are sending. When you are sending your vibration on purpose, you are orchestrating what the universe is aligning with you. So when we're purposefully whistling while we work instead of yes. grumbling while we work, that's right. we get more to whistle about. That's right. And that's because we're connecting with who we really are in that moment. Yes. So coming up next, Wrangler Jane Leonard ropes us all in with today's daily word, which is faith. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. Now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Welcome back to the second segment of Whistle While You Work. Yes. Wow. I was just—I have this great reading from "Celebrate Yourself" by Eric Butterworth, and I think this is an actual chapter called "Celebrate Yourself." Because that's really what this is all about. When we're whistling while we're working, we're celebrating ourselves. 
which allows us then to in turn celebrate other people. He says, celebrate yourself. Say yes to life, to health, to renewal. Sing your song of wholeness. This is what love is. It's a great celebration. It is the great heart of the universe streaming into and through you and willingness to let it shine. When you really understand what is what love is, you find that by loving, you ennoble yourself. You get in, You are in tune with the cosmic flow. Get a sense right now of the infinite heart of God flowing forth through you and out to embrace all the persons in your world. All the persons. All the single ladies. Well, all the single well, ladies. Well, yeah, because we got to remember, even that guy, yep, even that guy. That's right. Especially, especially that guy. Especially that guy, because otherwise we're just withholding our own good. Now, Ed, why don't you let our thank some of our... Thank you, listeners. Yes, our listeners. We love you. Go to DarylNed.com to find out everything we do. If you want to send us an email, there's a um, contact form there. Reading list. You can, if you want to send us something via parcel post or mail, that is funniest thing. P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California 90232. We always like to thank our chief engineer, even though he's on holiday right now. His name's just Jeff Comfort. He's a combination of Adonis and Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, and uh, each week. He takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. Quick shout out to Message of Hope, their division of Daily Word. They provide free spiritual material to those in need to support their ministry. 866-421-3066. Shout out to the prayer line. 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. They have an app, the letter U, the word pray. I gave them a shout out on a podcast called Not the Norm that I was a guest on this week. And Wasn't they, that just yesterday? Maybe two days ago. It was Tuesday. Wow. Today's Thursday. So it was two days ago, but Daryl suggests the best thing because, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect, and they do things a little differently than Daryl and I do. It's just a different feeling, but they yes. talk about some more things. Right. But they, we focus on two things. One, just be yourself, which is exactly what whistling while you work allows yourself to be. Yes. You relax, your shoulders go down, you be yourself. Two, I called Silent Unity on the before I went in and just told her exactly the the woman exactly what I was about to do. She prayed, affirming poise, and the divine was flowing through me. All that I would know the perfect things to say, and it was true. The hour flew by. I said way more than they did. The hour flew by, and I even remembered eight hundred six six nine seven seven two nine and recommended it. On that podcast, wow. I've said it so many times. So um, we do use it. The, the yes. app is great. The, the letter U, the word pray, you can type in your prayers and they will pray with you. And they'll email you an uplifting affirmative email. Yes. Same thing goes if you call in or they'll send you a letter if you like. And they don't ask for anything in return. Daryl nope. and I will often tithe because we feel so good and we get so much from it. Yes. Because they're whistling when I have trouble whistling while I work, it is helpful to hear someone else whistle while they work. Yes. Because they're like uh, Eric Butterworth says, all these people, th- this way of seeing things is not praying to God, it's praying from God, yes. really. It's okay to talk to God. We're not talking about, oh, don't do this, don't do that. But when we really get in the flow, it's like we're speaking and living from a sense of, of God, so from our sense of oneness with all of life. And so I called them. And we call them all the time when we don't feel like we're necessarily whistling while we work and when maybe our normal they'll, things are not working. They'll, they'll turn up the pilot light of whistling back up in myself. Yeah, because the coming, hearing it, someone speak from that place is so attractive to my soul that it just helps me naturally get on board with it. It's like what you were saying this week when you were saying your, uh, 
your favorite uh, celebrity was encouraging you to say God-sized prayers. That's right, Joel Osteen. That's right. That's right. Oftentimes, and remember, all any way we think is really a prayer. So we're, sometimes we think, oh, let me just get by with this. Like this oh. thing's hurting, but let me get by. Oh. Instead of saying, let's, let me, I am moving into a place oh. where this no longer is hindering me. I'm free. My shoulder, whatever it is, your back, your hips. It's like, I'm free. Just believe it. I've had some amazing, ever since I started doing this, yes. again, like Esther Hicks says, not focusing on what is and figuring out how am I going to manipulate that. Forget that. Meditate and get in tune with God and then affirm just what I desire. Yes. Not even in relation to what I already have, just what I desire. That's how powerful we are. Speaking of attractive to our souls, we have our friend coming in for the Daily Word segment. Go to dailyword.com to order it if you want to. It's part of our morning routine. Daryl's been reading it for like 35 years. I've been reading it for maybe 15 years. And uh, someone, our friend from Unity of the West Side, I believe she's on the board. We'll ask her. But we've seen her speak at, at Unity of the West Side. We're always impressed. And impressed for us means it impresses itself on our joy. It inspires yes. joy within us when Jane speaks. And uh, so we're, we couldn't be happier to have Jane Leonard on the show today. Hello. Hello, thank you. I'm really, really happy to be here. Oh, we are so happy you're here. <laughs> yeah, so to start us off, we're just wondering if you had anything bubbling up. I know you've been listening to the first segment, and we'd love to hear any thoughts you had. Yeah, uh-huh. just, a, just a couple of things. Um, first, you know, uh, timing, I guess, is everything, and, and, and it's also very uh, re- re- relevant to the point in time we are experiencing our life. So you were talking about Joe Namath and the white label ads. You know, now he's doing Medicare ads. So <laughs> well, then, change. the more yeah. things change, the more they stay the same. Right. Um, I also wanted to note about when you were talking about your cable uh, experience, and I tend to go into those calls the same way, which is, you know, this person on the other end of the phone is working, but they are trying to be of service. And, and if you get one that's really snarky, they probably just got off the phone with somebody who did not bring that kind of spiritual understanding to the call. Um, and so, you know, it's it's important to be patient and just start it as if it's a brand new day for them. You know, like every call is brand new and help them shift back into, hey, you know, I appreciate your service for us. And um, right. and 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 to think about all the people that are answering these those calls all over the world, probably. And how many people actually say, hey, you know, Annette. I really appreciate your time and your ability to resolve this issue for me today. How many people do that? So I want to be one of the people that does. And yes. So, so um, that's, that's an important takeaway. Um, the other thing is the difference between have to versus get to. Mm. You have to if you can approach any kind of situation, even just going to work, which we'll talk about also um, to, to shift just even a shift in that word alone. There's so much power in the in the words that we use and mm-hmm. approaching something by saying, I get to do this as opposed to I have to do this. Yeah, it's a very completely different experience. And as you mm-hmm. say, we, we do have a choice of how to approach that. Um, 
I love what you said, Ed, about surfing and how that brings you joy. And surfing to me is such a, a, a being present kind of activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's that sort of a Zen experience, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can take that to all of our all of our experiences too in our activity. Um, you're talking also about victimization. And again, sort of with the work element, um, spiritual economics is probably one of the greatest books yes. ever written. Eric Butter, Butter, Eric Butter yes. he's probably on your list. Um, and the way he talks about work is he's got some amazing chapters on it. So if anybody's hearing this and hasn't read that book yet, grab it. Yeah. Um, but he talks about work as being an expression of your highest self. Mm. So what is it that you are going to bring to not just your work and what activity you do every day, but how are you expressing yourself, your highest self, your highest consciousness, your divine true nature? And even if you are doing a job that is seems mechanical or something that isn't necessarily what you really want to be doing, you can mm-hmm. still bring your highest best self to that. Yes. Yes. And that's the whistling part. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I just wanted to share a couple of those things and, and not to be victimized by work or activity. Right. Making that shift to this is an opportunity for me to really express my true talents, my divinity, my ability to show up and be present and productive and contribute something. Yes. So that's the work part. Yes. I love that. And when you were talking about the call thing, what it, what it made me think about right now is um, like, this is so much of what we're talking about is working on the level of our thinking and recognizing that how much power and energy flows through the sort of the nature of the thoughts that we're thinking. And so what you just described is awesome because when we call it, when I get out of the, I'm a victim, so you need to help me mode. And instead go, I'm an ambassador of God's love or an agent for God. And I want to make sure that I know that you've been taking calls all day. And I know that that's not easy. And I just want to be loving and appreciative to you. And it's amazing that I even have a TV to call about or that I live where I want to live. When we go in with that energy, we begin to draw that out of the person we're talking from to, excuse me. But when I used to go, and believe me, there's every justification available to say, but I am a victim. And But the thing is, it's magnetic. So yes. if I go in with the victim, then I'm likely to pull the victim out of the person that I'm talking to, too. If they're not, you know what I mean, like really ready for that, you know, then most people are not. Most people are just going to get sucked right in, you, you know. You know, it's funny, not too, like a, for some reason, a few weeks ago, we talk about, you know, every morning we do, Ed and I recommend it. And I'm sure everyone, you know, most people listening to this show, or if they have an array, they can start practicing this. Or Jane, I'm sure you do some sort of, instead of jumping out of bed and racing into your miserable day. Right. You know, I need to, I get up an hour before my wife, you know, just so by the time she wakes up, there's a reasonably nice husband in the home. So I do my morning routine. Yeah, you're like tuning the radio in yes. your mind to the uh, frequency of love. Yes. And a few weeks ago, going along with what you brought up, Jane, and what you just said, Ed, because, you know, I learned, I was taught to me a long time ago, you know, your real job is to be an ambassador of God's love. But yes. just recently I wrote in my book, 
uh, Daryl, today, your mission, if you choose to accept it, mm -hmm. is to be an ambassador of God's love. So then any situation is basically just part of the mission impossible. You know, like we're going to be calling. So you're going to be calling this cable company later. The cable's going to go out. But it's not about getting the cable on. It's about you're going to go in there and you're going to be an ambassador of God's love. And it really is amazing because that really is why we're here. You know, and I yes. know that for a fact because of how good it feels for me to live. Trust me, I am not perfect. Ed will tell you. But how good it feels and how the majority of the time that I get to live from that place and enjoy that feeling. Yes. But in addition to that reward, like how you said, Jane, there's the other benefit is things turn out yes. better than expected. The mm -hmm. person on the other end of the phone becomes more than just doing their job. It feels like they're a friend helping me. Right. You know, and the situation yes. works out more rapidly than expected or in some miraculous way where you right. get some unexpected refund or they find out on one call a while back the guy found out well wait a minute you're on a very old cable plan this was like a few years ago and he goes you should be saving a lot more money and by the time i called for a problem that i got off like saving 75 dollars a month but it was only because yeah, yeah but it was it was only because i didn't go in there beating them up from the start of the phone call right mm -hmm. okay yeah. Well, um, how about if I read the Daily Word? Yay! <laughs> Which uh, you've chosen the word faith. Yes. With faith, I create my life anew. My faith and my abilities can help me create the life of my dreams. Much more than wishful thinking, my faith is how I begin to build the belief that I can do anything I set my mind to. I use my faith to help me focus my beliefs and bring into my life that which I most wish to see. Together with my power of imagination, I use my faith to visualize myself freed from destructive habits, pursuing long-held goals, and realizing my most precious aspirations. I believe in myself. I believe I have a valuable contribution to make to the world. Through work. <laughs> with faith, I believe I can make the rest of my life the best of my life. As I use my power of faith, I see a new reality taking shape before me, and I build the bridge of faith that takes me there. And the scripture is from Psalm 119, verse 30. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I set your ordinances before me. Oh. And, you know, I'm so, I'm so glad that you guys have had me to participate today, but as well as calling attention to this, because um, some of my, you know, my, my explorations of faith have been rather limited in terms of um, understanding what it is and knowing how to approach it. Um, and in some of my preparation for today, I, uh, I, I, I noted a couple of things and tell me if we have a time thing, because I don't want to, yeah, we'll let we you know. Time. We got time. Yeah, we got time. Okay. Um, so a couple of interesting fun facts. Uh, Charles Fillmore's Revealing Word has 12 entries for faith. Mm. Uh, faith is the first of the 12 powers. 
So it really is foundational because the first of anything is really the foundation for all the rest. Um, Faith. So faith to me, for me, has been sort of an elusive thing. Um, I was sort of taught or kind of understood faith as a thing. Like you have it, you have Mm. faith Mm -hmm. and almost like it's a belief. Right. that to me is limiting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's so much more than that. Faith is really not a, a thing you have. It's a thing that you be, you mm. know, it's, a, it's um, there's a, there's a, a great, in this Advent book that we, uh, we have from the, um, from unity of the West side. The, if you happen to have it, the Saturday, December 26th, um, entry is also for faith, and this is awesome. I would reread it if we had time. But um, basically, it says faith is a divine idea, an expression of your divine identity through your humanity, which is what we've been talking about, or you've been talking about for this whole first segment, is how you manifest the into the into the into the present into your present. Uh, moments, how you manifest that divinity that you have, the divine spark, the divine idea, and, you know, um, sort of transcending lower dimensions to higher dimensions of expression. Yeah. It all, in a crazy way, all of your stuff all works together, you guys. I don't know how you do it, but it (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, rather than faith being a set of principles, dogma, or creeds, we know it as a commitment to listen constantly to the eternal voice. Yes. Yeah. You, you know what? I, I can't believe you brought that up because just a few days ago in one of Eric Butterworth's book books, and I don't know which one because I always keep some form, I keep some spiritual book by my on my nightstand right because i got into this healthy habit that was strongly recommended while i was still in the military to read at least two pages of something you know uplifting before you go to bed out of one of these books and he gave a great definition of responsibility that goes right along with what you just read listening a commitment to listen constantly to that eternal voice which i could feel through my feelings if i'm going with it or not or it comes as an inspiration Mm -hmm. and he said that's what the true meaning of the word responsibility is it's the ability the ability to always respond from spirit within right that's right Mm -hmm. yep and then that goes with what like I always lately have reinforced that this stuff is all principle. Like every day we do these inspired readings, it reminds my mind of these principles that are always true. So then I can see if what is going on in my head is actually in alignment with what's true. Now that I've found what's true, not just for me, but for many other people, and I've seen it work in my life, then I'm aware. Like to me, faith is having the ability to maybe not go along with where my mind wants to go just out of habit or some negative feeling thought path. Faith is the knowing that if I affirm clarity or I affirm joy, that it may not feel it right now, but my subconscious mind listens to me and will get on board with it. And it is my job to guide my mind into the right direction because I have faith that these principles are true. And the only way I 
can get there is by reading them every day and being reminded of these things. It's not something that I used to think that was actually a form of weakness for some reason that I had to read it and be reminded, but now I don't care. It really is. We call it the medicine, but that's the medicine in these books is that they remind us of what's true. Okay. You're not going to believe this folks. Yes. But, uh, there was a Bible verse at one of the bottoms of one of the readings. Yes. And I decided to look it up. Right. And it's saying it because I knew there had to be more there. It's, it's the classic one, which is what you're saying, Ed, which is basically once you know that these principles are true, yes. it, gets, it'll, it has the potential to set you free because yes. then you could choose to align yourself with them. Yes. But either way, you're going to suffer the consequences. You know what I mean? Of whether you take the positive approach and work with these. Yeah, you're going to reap what you You're going to reap benefits. Or if you take the negative approach and remain a victim, you're going to reap those benefits. Right. So this is the message version. That's the, that's the Bible went, that's translated straight from Greek, which was right. the original to present day vernacular. Right. We got this from a nun at the convent here in Culver City. And this is how it re- writes it, which is so good. It's this is this this is that same quote. Know the truth, and the truth will set you free. All right, let's hear it. You ready? Yep. Sit back, Ed. If this is Jesus talking, if you stick with this, living out what I tell you, then you will experience for yourselves the truth, and the truth will set you free. And what's funny is when I was brand new to this stuff, the guy who saved my life told me. He said, Daryl. If you just do this morning routine for 30 days, he said, if you just trust me and do this, whether you believe in this or not, I guarantee you in 30 days, your life will transform for the better. And that's what it is. Once I realized, wait a minute, I'm not just thinking positively here so I don't go nuts. I'm actually working in agreement with principles, laws of the universe that are a fact. And I will get the results of cooperating with them. The fact is we got to wrap up the show in just three minutes. So Jane, do you have any final thoughts before we say goodbye for today? No, just thank you to both of you. Um, Keep it going. It's fantastic work. Fantastic work. It's fantastic. (laughs) It's expression of your true selves. Well, thank you. uh, Yeah. So thank you. Give our love to everyone at Unity of the West Side. But do not hang up. Yes. Uh, if you want to find Unity of the West Side on Facebook, I know they have a page there to check out what they're up to. We recommend it. Now, we also have our YouTube channel is up with oh, all okay. of the talks. All oh, of the wonderful. Yeah. All right. So go to YouTube as well. Daryl and Ed have some talks from uh, Unity of the West Side you- as well. We have a quick story here. You could be Jane and Daryl in oh, this okay. story. This is, we've got this from TMZ about Jane Leonard. We- oh, yes, exactly. A while back when Jane was still a full-time cowgirl, Daryl and Ed were driving into town and drove the funniest thing mobile into a big ditch in the middle of the road. It was not far from Jane's ranch. Soon after, Jane rode up on a horse and said, My horse Sebastian can pull you out. When Sebastian was hooked up, Jane yelled, Pull, Ranger! Come on, Benny! Let's go, Delilah! Then Jane gave a whistle and hollered, Pull! Sebastian, pull! When the car was out of the ditch, Daryl asked, I have a question. Why did you say the wrong name three times? James smiled and whispered, Because Sebastian is blind. If he knew the other horses weren't pulling, he wouldn't even try.
there will great. be a drum beat there, hopefully, to let people know <laughs> that was a joke of some sort. All right, here comes Enzo, the FedEx feline, with what'd the, the mailbag. Yeah, where'd the cat drag in? The cat dragged in Christina Robom, who gave us a book for a gift, and she said, wow, you opened the book live. That was during our Truth Talk. You're so brave. Great little funniest thing excerpt to read, and I love your truth about your holiday experience. I've heard so many people declare this as the best year ever, getting to really feel into what they want. Um, you can go to our Funniest Thing uh, fan page on Facebook, and all of our truth talks are there. She's referring to the one from the weekend, uh, last weekend. Jan Gluzak said, hi, guys. What a beautiful day. Thank you for being such an inspiration for me. Love you both so much. Kathy Carney said, I can't stop thinking about this one. Your body is eavesdropping on your thoughts. That's a quote that Daryl posted on our page. Yeah, it's one of those little Your mounds. body is eavesdropping on your thoughts. Oh, look. It's the whole gang, all seven dwarfs. All right. Should we sing along to yeah. send this show on the road? Yes, let's do it. All right. Ready? Yeah. Whistle while you work. Put on that grin and start right into whistle loud and long. Just hum a merry tune. Just do, just do your best. Then take a rest and sing yourself a song. Visit DarylAndEd.com to find easy links to everything we do. Hey, Leonard, we love you. And as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Don't let it bother you. Forget your troubles. Try to be just like that cheerful chickadee. And whistle while you work. Woo! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash IMDivine2022. 